You're listening to the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, Bree. People can say my name and I still don't pay attention. Chris. This is what happens when your number one health concern in the state is porn. Jeremy. Flicks it and then walks out and just kicks the living crap out of whoever. And Julia. This week on Julia does everything that's embarrassing. Hey, we're all back together again. The team is reunited. Reunited and it feels so good. Ow, ow. <laughs> it's uh, episode 328 of the New Utah Podcast. Welcome to the blazing hot month of September. You know, I was thinking about it. We talked a couple of weeks ago about how like, oh, probably the heat's like, it's going to be gone. <laughs> nope. We were in five in downtown Salt Lake. Today. We were in New York all week last week. And it was only like 80 to 85, but with that humidity, it was like you go walking and you're feeling fine and then you stop walking and there's no airflow. And then you're like, I'm sweating. And you're like pouring sweat, not just a little sweat. Like your back is like rivulets of sweat going down the center. The problem we have here is um, today's humidity is only 27%. So it is like being in a convection oven. Yeah, it's just... And there is no breeze. Like, nope. It's just... So, after coming back from New York, I went outside and I weeded. And I can tell you right now, it doesn't matter. The dry heat's better. Oh, yeah. In terms of how it feels. Yeah. (laughs) But I'll tell you what, my skin is a lot happier when I'm in a place like New York. Within a day of being back, my nose was stopped up. Well, and I get I get the the dry scalp so mm-hmm. bad and the dandruff and the but when I'm in Texas or places like that, it like within happen. a day, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's just yeah. So I don't get acne when I'm dry. in a humid place. I and when I come back, I'm like, oh, there's my acne. <laughs> so speaking of our crazy weather, um, as everybody knows, this is this is nothing that most people don't know. Lake Mead is <clears throat> in dire straits. But one of the things that I was I was kind of do, doing a little research on it uh earlier this week um the thing that's scary is it's it's not well hello chris clearly <laughs> chris is looking i was at the looking weather. at the weather forecast <laughs> and apparently the weather channel uh is alive and well with blasting in our ears so the problem is uh lake mead's it's below 27 percent. i think it's down to like 23 percent. yeah that's bad so that that is a problem mm-hmm. in and of itself but one of the other problems is it feeds Hoover Dam, so that means Hoover Dam is down around thirty percent of capacity. If if Hoover Dam drops, it's only a hundred and like one hundred and twenty feet more. It's only one hundred and twenty feet away from a complete shutdown. Mm-hmm. So not only is there not water, but Hoover Dam supplies most of the electricity, electricity. for Nevada, big chunks of California, Arizona. It's a big power. So plant. so it's not just. The water, which is an issue, it'll shut that power. It'll shut it down because it can't turn those turbines. Yep. With 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 not enough water, and I think they're turbines. Turbines are things you put on your on head. your head. Well, maybe these are fancy turbine there, turbines. There are E's <laughs> at the end of them, I believe. So, so um, we're in it. So there are three tiers. We are in a tier two right now, drought situation, and they're saying. Come January, most likely they will fall into a tier three, which means you're not watering your lawn. Like the 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 water available goes to crops. That's it. Like businesses, forget it. You're not watering your lawns. Oh look, we already stopped watering our lawn, yeah. and it's completely dead. You should see them both. They're so pretty dead. I was talking to Bree 
what a little bit a couple days ago you might have still been you might have just gotten back anyway riverton normally runs water till the end of september first part of october ish they sent an email and said they're shutting our water out down next week the waters are so low and it's not just houses it's the farms it's the shutting the canal down everything well that and that's what's that's what sucks is they should have shut the houses down they should have shut, they should have never even yeah. opened it up to the right. houses they knew that it was going to so, be a drop like for at, me before the summer. Eh, my garden's pretty much crap it's not that big of a deal but i'm thinking to myself i know farmer luke waters everything off secondary pl- secondary water plus there's that alfalfa field just kind of down and around for me that mm-hmm. that they yeah, that's the problem. Is well, all, it's all of those the, guys, and there are still some farms in the valley that feed off of that. Yeah, and they're all going to suffer greatly. And if you have a green lawn right now, go to hell. Yeah, got, fuck my a, neighbors that have green. Lawns. I've got a couple neighbors that are still watering six days a week, twenty five, thirty minutes per zone. I just, you know, I really <laughs> wish they would crank up the price of water so high that that becomes impossible for people at a certain level. Like you get one month of reprieve if you go over a certain usage percentage. Well, but yeah, you, I think it, it should be based on a usage percentage. In Riverton, they've slowly been converting everything to where it is metered to secondary water. They just haven't gotten, I think, we're because we're a little bit older section. We're kind of at the end of the list, but all the new houses do have meters. I still can't believe they gave the new houses. They should secondary have not water have given access. them. I know they. Sh- that, yeah, years ago, they should. That would have saved. Like a ton of water right but there. The reason why they did it is they get that revenue mm-hmm. up front with the permit for your house. It's whatever twelve hundred bucks of that is water rights. So it's money. I mean, everything comes down to money, doesn't it? It'd make a lot more off culinary water. But yeah. So anyway, that's shutting us down. But like I said, for me, that's. Eh. But I worry about like Farmer Luke because they're still yeah all those farms are going to have issues. He's still got another month of farming for like his root vegetables and well the shit's been so hot that the fruit season has been way later than normal for a lot of stuff. So yeah, our apples are just these tiny shriveled little prune things. They've not done well at all. My corn's completely burned up. And then um, I went out to do a little weeding over the weekend, and the beetles have gotten all of my squash. They're like hollowed out, which sucks because you guys eat that all winter. Oh yeah, we use it. Yeah, we use it. We give it away, make stuff with it, but we eat it all winter. What? Uh, oh, you're turned off because you weren't here last time. So rude. that means you haven't tried to talk for the first <laughs> six and a half minutes of the show. So, yeah. so yeah, I mean, so my, we paint them too. My spaghetti squash, my butternut squash, those little sun ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we make pies with that. We eat things. We always have it with Thanksgiving. Yeah, all of it gone. Lost it all. And there wasn't much anyway, because the sun and the wind, and the, so I only had like maybe a dozen butternuts, but yeah, every single one of them completely full. Wow. So I gave them the chickens, they were happy, but that doesn't do me any good. And it, it's frustrating when you put so much time and effort into a garden. And bugs get it like that. And get nothing. Like, like not a single squash this year. Very frustrating. Yeah, my butternut plant's doing great. There's no fruit. Way to rub it in. Well, no, no. Oh, fruit. But there's no fruit. Never mind. But no fruit. My so, zucchini plant looked like it did great. Three to four, I think three or four zucchini all summer out of that thing. And normally you get like one. Normally you're week. like trying to give it away. Yeah. And 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 this year, uh, because of the trip to New York and the fucking unprecedented heat wave that we're under right now, my garden didn't get watered for a week in a hundred degree temperatures, and the plant's done. It's all fried. Yeah. 
Like it's, it didn't survive. And you, that's a pretty, those zucchini plants are pretty damn hardy. Yeah. It's completely toasted now. Yeah. Our zucchinis are dead. I've got one cucumber. He's dead, Jim. One cucumber. And I, I didn't even that thing like three times. I it's didn't just, even get any of my cucumber plants to take this year because the heat and the lack of moisture everywhere. So I have some grand plans next year for my garden. So, but yeah, it's fucking hot. And it well, and it, it's supposed to, we got another three or four days of this hundred plus weather, which means it's been almost three weeks straight at over a hundred degrees. I think it's supposed to start going down Wednesday. So I think, yeah, I think by like Friday, they're saying the eighties or something, high eighties, oh, but Thursday, I'm so not Thursday making 90 and then eighties starting Friday. I'm not making any more predictions because when I predicted two <laughs> weeks ago, we were done with the heat and we got this ridiculous I heat you. wave. I said something about it still being warm or whatever. Historically, September's when you start cooling off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we sometimes got We're only a couple days into September, though. Yeah, but this is like this. You're you're already at a point where you start to cool off because you get the monsoonal rains and it brings the temperatures down dramatically. 105 in Salt Lake City today. That is like, that is. That's the highest temperature ever in September. That's August weather. Which beat the. early August. Which beat the record that was set. Two days before at 104 degrees. Yeah. Which was the hottest day in September ever. Like every day for September so far, we have been breaking the records for historical highs. I mean, normally, yeah, every once in a while you get a, a 90, a day at like 91, 92 at the first of September. But usually come September, we're cooling down and we're heading into to fall. It has been miserable. And then with our mowing, good Lord, we have 12 lawns. So we're out there in a hundred and plus degree weather. And hey, at least those people are still watering. Oh uh, yeah, like <laughs> way too much. But the other problem with that is now that now that it's shifted, like the sun's down by just after eight. Mm-hmm. So we start mowing at six because it's starting to cool down a little. But that only gives us two hours. So we're only getting two or three lawns a night instead of four or five. The other try to do. the other thing different here with the desert is. So in New York, it would be like a high of 85 and a low of 75. Yeah, so the lows didn't get as low either. Overnight, it's basically the same temperature. It's slightly cooler than it is during the day. But here, like tonight, you know, we have a 105-degree day tomorrow slated, 104 today or 105 today. It's going to drop to 75 degrees tonight. Yeah. yeah it's going to get really cool. on my app. We, yeah. drop, we drop 30, 40 degrees at night. Yeah, because we're a desert. So Yeah. Well, and tomorrow, it's going to be 101 and drop... Down to 69 was the yeah. prediction from my app. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that, there's your weather report. <laughs> if well, you didn't already know. We're old people. We talk about the weather. It's important, though, because it has a big impact on it does. things that we want to do. Right. And, and, you know, the water is a, the water's a real big deal. That's a big so. one. And Powell's, at, Powell's a well, little higher. It's now like it's two. affecting food and electricity. And it's not just... And, well, and yeah, you so will let's see that stuff impact inflationary costs in the coming months. That's the other thing is if, not if, as, as Hoover Dam continues to drop, prices for electricity will skyrocket because it's supply and demand. And by the way, mm-hmm. in case you weren't aware, natural gas prices are going to go up if they haven't already. You just aren't feeling it because it's the summer and you're not using it. Right. Because most of our homes are not cooled by natural gas. Most of our energy doesn't come from natural gas. But in the wintertime, when we start heating our homes, and in this area in particular, we use right. natural gas pretty much exclusively, uh, you're going to see your heating bills go way up in the winter because Russia's cut off Europe. <laughs> yeah, Sean was asking me because her rent doesn't include utilities anymore. It's on top of it. And she was like, 
what what can we expect? And I said, it just depends on your it usage. Depends on I if said, you guys turn this, lights on or not. I said, this will help you not use lights when there's daylight to remember to turn off lights when you leave the room. Don't leave fans running. Like I walked into her room and her fan was on and I was like, we haven't been in here. Like this is the kind of thing you're going to want to turn off yeah. when you're not going to be in your room for a while. Well, and, and to kind of go along with the whole power and water, it's parts of Arizona and California grow 90% of the United States winter vegetables. Mm -hmm. So most of the vegetables you get during the winter are coming from those places. So if their water's low and their electricity's through the roof, you can expect the prices of your produce and fruits. Less and less quality because there's not as much. So anyway, I I bring it up because one, we've been talking about it, but two, it really is Mm going to have a big impact on most of the western United States. Yep. It was rain. It rained one one day in New York when we were there. Not enough to like, like I bought. I put up my umbrella and then it was too windy and I was like, yeah, I'd rather just you, get wet. Do you want to talk a little bit about New York? Sure. I don't, I don't want to talk for like a half hour about it, but maybe another 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of fun. We we ended up getting in really early Saturday morning, so we left here Friday. Um, we were supposed to leave at about ten to six, but our flight got delayed. A couple hours. Um, and then we made up a bunch of time in the air that we then lost because their sky bridge wouldn't work or <laughs> the something. Jet, the jetway to connect the plane oh. to the airport. Oh, my gosh. It, like, oh, moved oh, oh, forward, but then it completely stopped working. We sat at the gate with the – literally, the, the jet bridge was, like – I could see it from my window, and it was, like, less than five feet from the airplane. Jump! <laughs> And yeah, and it, and they won't open the doors and yeah, stuff. Tell them, yeah, I said it's, it's time for us to open the doors and get the slides out. Yeah, like well, oh, yeah, there you go. We literally sat at the gate for almost an hour. Yeah, so all, almost all the time that we made up uh, in the air, we lost. And it. you know, you have those idiots who, the second you hit the ground, they're standing up. Oh in yeah, front of the and door. they stood yeah. the they whole time. And it was like an hour. And I was just, like, uh, you guys are dumb. Whatever. Just sat there. And, I'm one of those that I'll wait until. It gets to me, but I'm not going to jump up and get all my crap the so, second you land. I like to wait until it gets to me. If you're in the aisle, you're fine to get up because that actually helps the people in the row. Yeah. So that you can like get your stuff get out. Get their stuff and, out. Like, I put my backpack on. The people that drive me nuts are the ones that literally sit there until the people next to them get up and then they think about getting their shit together. Yeah, that no. kills me. That takes no, I'm not one of those. Or the people that but... are under the thing and they stand there with all slumped over. Like, just sit down. Yeah, no, I'm one of those that... When it's maybe two rows in front of me, then you're getting ready. Then I'll, but I, but you get those people that the second you land, they're standing up in the aisle and it's like, yeah, yeah. what's the point? I don't know. But we, so we got there really, really early in the morning. And so we grabbed a cab, headed to the hotel. Cabby was a little bit weird, but like it, it was, there was no traffic, right? The cabby was fine. He was weird. It was three in the fucking morning. He was, he was weird. fine. But anyway, we got to the hotel. Uh, Chris had called ahead. So everything was all ready. We got our keys, went up to our room, unpacked everything and just like crawled into bed. Um, but the first day we went out and about in Central Park and I was just amazed. Like I know it's big and everybody told me that it was big. I was still amazed at how Size. big it was when I got there and you, you walk in and <clears throat> to get anywhere in there or to turn around and look and see where you came from and realize how far away f- from it you are now. It was smart that the, the early planners set aside that part and didn't allow. There's a, actually a lot of them in New York. But I'm the, surprised. The, the central park itself, it, like it's, 
it's really hard to comprehend how big of a park this is without being there. Because, like, we have really big parks. You know, Liberty Park is big. The Murray International park. Peace Gardens is really big. Murray Park is really big. They're, like, <laughs> at best, maybe, like, a quarter of of Central Park. Yeah, I like, was going to even say it, like, less than that. Like, like a third or something. Because you, you're walking through it, and you're like, oh, my, there's a, there's a whole a zoo. There's a whole fucking zoo in the park, and that's a small part of the park. Like, this yeah. park is unbelievable. But, like, the big, big green space where people are out laying, like, it's just interesting to see, because you don't see that here in our parks. Yeah, you people, see some people there. But, but like, like the whole, the whole the, it's open full field and people is, are playing games and they're but that's your yard in yeah. essence, right? Yeah, because I mean, there's no other. I yep. mean, that's green space. Because there, most of us have a yard. Because even yeah. the other, even the other city parks, and we went to a few of them um, to hang out and to eat one time. Uh, and and the other city parks, they're not green. Most of them are are benches, are with cement some trees. benches with some trees. Like one of the days we like on Sesame Street when they show the kids playing. Yep. In the, yeah, that's a the jungle like playground. That. Like yeah. legit. So. One of the days, Chris wanted to go to an Asian market and eat lunch. Like, they have, like, sushi and different things from there. So we took the subway and got down there, and it put us by um, the Queensboro Bridge. Manhattan Bridge. Queensboro. Queensboro, okay. Keep mixing Did you see Buddy? Head. Was he looking for his no. dad? <laughs> and so we got our lunch, and we went to the first park, and it was kind of, like, in a weird, busy place. And I was like, oh, let's keep going. So we kept walking toward the water. And the next park was, like, under construction. Like it was closed. So we just kept walking and then Chris was like, well, this one's open. And what it was is it's the area between the buildings that belongs to the buildings. Oh. But for certain hours during the day, they open it up and people can walk through it. So there's like moms with babies, nannies walking with, you know, with, with the kids that they're watching. Um, other people that actually had like food from the same market we went to were sitting there to I, eat. I assume there has to be an ordinance because the number of those kind of spaces where it's like, a little bit of space in between buildings or like a, a, a walkway, like between sixth and seventh Avenue, for example, there, there are walkways within buildings that they either have yeah. the building opens up a public access. Like you're legitimately walkway. like walking through the lobby of a building, but it's not even really the lobby because there's not like a desk in most Some of are, them. Yeah, yeah. So, but most of them, it's so not even a desk. Just it's like just a, like a hallway open uh-huh. up like 10, 12 foot wide. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. an open and it's hallway. Just a big hallway. It's even, I think it's, Maybe even a little bit wider than that, and and you just you just can the, walk. Most of the them buildings. have like um, if it's if it's like a closed building, they have uh, the turning doors, and that. But some of them just are just open. Like there was one that had like a French restaurant, and the restaurant was so there. Kind of like open. some of this in Vegas, mm-hmm. but I, I've got to imagine that those. But even more so, that's gotcha. probably like some sort of regulation for shared space because there's a lot of there's a lot of businesses that also have like public access green space that's right in front of them or within and it's the building. like it's on the map so like if you map yourself like we walked to a grocery store so that we could get like bread and pb and j and crackers and cheese and stuff like that um like it maps you through the building that's it cool. tells you to go through that it's not like you go oh i can cut through this yeah, like kind of like we did when we went to seattle we just mm-hmm. got a few staples that way you're not eating out every meal well and and where we stayed was more of a hotel than we usually do we use with for this va- particular vacation usually we're in a, an actual condo with a kitchen um but we just had a very small fridge and, and that was it so we just picked up some some stuff to snack on in case you know we just didn't feel like going so, out to eat or real quick what were some of the highlights i would say the 9-11 memorial i think one of my favorite things was just when we wandered 
Like we plan which, stuff and which we time <laughs> we wanted a bunch. But like we just to Yeah, like we had downtime and Chris was like, Well, what do you want to do? And I was like, Well, I don't know. And he's like, Okay, well let's let's go to this place for lunch and then see. And then we would just wander. Like one day we um we went under the Manhattan Bridge and we found this park where there was like a pool, like really clean public bathrooms. Was that the Queensboro Bridge? We never went under the Manhattan Bridge. It's We just looked at it, I guess. Yeah, we we looked at it. Anyway, and then uh but they had like a splash park and like swings and like all of this stuff and you just walk in and it was down by uh, Cornell. University. It was really cool because we were like in the medical district and stuff. And so like there were tons of nurses and doctors and food carts and stuff that were there and just. Did you get a hot dog at any point? We did. Yeah. Okay. So let we me got tell an you. overpriced hot dog. By let, accident. let me tell you, let me tell you about New York street food. Do not fucking get street food near the populate, like the touristy center. So like around Times Square, like basically if the street cart doesn't have pricing on it, don't buy from, don't buy from them because they're just going to rip you off. They're going to charge you whatever the fuck they think they can. And they're not going to haggle with you. And so like, I was just hungry. I was like, okay, we're going to get a food cart, hot dog, just one. I don't know. Each got a hot dog and a water. And it was, it was 18 bucks. Yeah, it was stupid. Cause, so the, there's better street food. That's probably, food, other than like sit down dinners, that was probably the most expensive meal we had. So, yeah, so like there's a, a Adele's, Adele's Famous, I think is what it's called. I, I don't is. know. It's a fucking halal cart. So there's, real New Yorkers don't eat hot dogs. They eat halal food, which is like chicken over rice, like, you know, Middle Eastern type food that's like, curries and things. spicy chicken over yellow rice, like basmati rice. Uh, and so there's, those carts are, everywhere and this cart adele's is not the first but apparently like the best So there's one that's called like halal cart and there was a big there's big huge lines yeah, and you could actually halal, see it Halal guys is what it's called you could actually see it from our our window but if you go just one more block there was this adele's one and, oh man we were standing there and the night that we stood there to get food and there was like a person that threw up outside their car <laughs> oh door. my god well we, we stood <laughs> they in were line double parked we knew it was what we were getting into because the right. line <laughs> It, like they warned most you. most of the reviews and stuff said hey you're gonna wait like if there's a line you're gonna wait like 40 minutes to an hour because they're making it all fresh like right some of wa- it's... sit there and watch them like put it on the grill and like make it but uh so we were in line for like from like the time we got in line until we were done ordering it was probably 45 minutes um and had our food in hand i should say um but that like that whole meal was like 14 bucks i even Walked across the way. There was like a bakery that I kind of wanted to go to. And I walked across over there and I got us some lemon bar. I got us a lemon bar. Uh, what did I get? A blondie, a brownie, and some chocolate chip cookie thing we or whatever. Fat. We did. But anyway, that food cart was really good. Um, and my point with food carts is if you get away from the Midtown area, like around Times Square and Broadway, those areas, which is where we were staying, it's a whole different experience. So like, well, and Chris looked up different things. So I like, got, I got breakfast at a food cart for like three bucks. From- See, and if, if when I visit places, I don't want to go to the touristy. No, and I, I mean I it's hard not to because it's New York, right? Like there's like a lot of there's no like hidden local gyms for the most part. Like there's, it's, it's I mean just- in Chinatown there kind of was so some of the places I, we went were pretty whole i did some i did some digging in chinatown to find some of the best places and we went to like we did a chinatown day where we went to four different restaurants and we got a noodles and we got after we did the statue of liberty yeah what is what is this why can't i remember the name of the things dim sum no we got pot dumplings, stickers. Oh, pot dumplings. stickers um 
some fried the noodles, donuts. and we got we got peanut butter noodles. We got a a, a really oh, yes, good like the fifth place, the really good fresh rice noodles. So where they take like the rice flour essentially uh-huh. and and water, and they steam it right there, and then pull it out, and like they put like whatever meat or vegetables. It on was it. so good. Everything was so good. The peanut butter noodles was weird. When I first ate it, I was like, okay, this is fine. And then I took another bite, and I was like, this is really good. And by the third bite, I was like, this is fantastic. Like it was the weirdest thing. It, it like was grew a on you. 50 for a plate full and this was over by uh the the peanut butter noodles uh were in an area where there was uh it wasn't right in the heart of chinatown it was kind of closer to one of the universities over there so like we Um, went in and there were a bunch of dental students in there yeah there were a ton of students in there um all all asian kids uh and like it was a dollar 50 like how do you beat that and it was like super filling it was was, really good it was just that was with the and then like with the drink and everything it was like wheat flat noodles the drink was more expensive than the meal (laughs) like uh so anyway we did that we did a bunch of chinatown stuff so like we 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 literally ate almost everywhere for under twenty bucks a meal for the two of us together. Like it was one crazy. of the things that I mentioned to Chris while we were there that I wish we did more in the West is like big tables where you just sit down, family style tables. Yeah, you know. So like here, if one person sits at a six top table, nobody sits with them. I know in Texas it's a lot more of that family style. You sit down and yeah, lots of bench seating. So like if, yeah, here in Utah, that is not yeah. Lot. So like if the, like where. Like most of the places where we went, you'd just be like, Hey, can I stay here? And then like when we went to Katz's Deli, it was definitely like that. Like one person actually said no to somebody and I was like Yeah, it's uh Katz's Deli was an experience. The sandwiches were twenty seven bucks a pop. Are they massive? Oh, they're huge. Oh, like okay. we split one and it was more than and we, couldn't we eat were it. we were totally yeah. full. Um, it was definitely worth it. It took forever. But it was, it was the so ultimate good. new, like, they just tell you, go here, go stand here, do this. And behind us, there's like these New York guys that had told this girl to go somewhere. And then they realized they messed up and they were like super apologetic. But like, you could hear the accent, like it's where they go to eat. And now I'd like to share some of my favorite reviews of the <laughs> Statue of Liberty. You're going to ruin New York for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. These are all one-star reviews, by the way. One star. By the way, the statue, I will say, you can't get into the crown again right now. Um, they've had it closed for quite a while. Um, I asked one of the guys, he's like, they'll open it at some point again. We just don't know when. But you can get up to the pedestal, which we did. And the lookout. Uh, yeah, the lookout on the pedestal. Yeah. It, it's really cool. The experience of being up there and having that view is definitely worth it, but you don't get a good look at the Statue of Liberty up there. No. You can but look you can up her skirt, like, right? Because you're so close. You to can it. see that the, all the stones well, are all can, green from the copper dripping down. You can see the interior of the statue, but the best look of the Statue of Liberty still the pedestal ticket gets you there. Is actually the is is the very front of the the statue on like the far point of the star, so you can and, and you actually get a really good view of it. Okay, you ready? Yep. Selena says. I work at 6.30 a.m. It's very inconvenient that I cannot go and see my favorite mamas before work. Instead, I have to cry on my way to work. Please fix. What does that have to do with the Statue of Liberty? <laughs> they call the Statue of Liberty Big Mamas. I don't know. They're just sad that they work before that opens. Okay. It's stupid reviews, remember? <laughs> Big green lady looked at me funny. All the Americans nearly crushed me, and there were way too many McDonald's. There's no McDonald's. <laughs> Someone says she was no. too green and the line was too long. 
And honestly, that was not the case. Like we got right on boats, right off boats. Yeah, not, yeah. Not it, it was pretty fast to get through the security. The security was like airport security. How much can you go in, or can you? You can go all the way well, up to if, look up inside, but you can't go. If up you get a pedestal yes. ticket, you cannot get up onto the statue. You can only walk on the outside of the island. You can't go into it anymore. You you can if you have a ticket to go into it. Oh. So you can get onto the island for whatever it costs for the ferry. But then you have to pay to get into the the base, but they don't let you into the actual statue anymore. Gotcha. All right. Uh, this week we are joined by uh, Kren. <laughs> now I don't know what to say. I was going to say. Benoit. I was just about to say Benoit. Benoit. But Benoit sounds great. That sounds great. Benoit. Benoit. Benoit's fans. And I thought it was just going to be Benoit because the T would be silent because also we live in Utah. And, and that we sounds don't say great T's, too. But. And she's like, no, it's Benoit. It's got a T, a hard T. <laughs> and we had a whole conversation about Benoit and why I don't think that's good. <laughs> and then that's what you said. But it does sound fancy. Yeah. These are the problems. This is why I shouldn't even like have conversations about names after I ask how to do them phonetically. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Corinne, you're the uh, community manager for I Yelp am. in Salt Lake. I am. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm going to get to how you got there. Um, it's going to take a while, but. So is Jeffrey Stedman still with Yelp? No, he's not. So okay. I am the new Jeffrey, essentially, new Jeffrey. which changed. was you, really, changed, I know bro. I've changed a lot um, <laughs> since the past, the last time Jeffrey was Because Jeffrey had a, I mean, to be, so for everyone that doesn't know, we interviewed Jeffrey Stedman um, back like five years ago. Episode almost, 53. Episode 53. 2017. And today's 328. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So it's been a long oh time. Gosh. Like five, five so y'all years. Were still ki- I mean, I guess you're, you're still kind of new. At yeah. We were that still point. second year ish. Okay. Yeah. We had just started. That was literally the first episode of our second, our second year. year. Oh, that's crazy. Um, we have not missed a week. But anyway, so, but he had a different title than you. He had like, there were like six yeah. things on his title, yeah. so I didn't know if it was made up or not. Yeah, so. he just made that up to impress you. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. He had been with Yelp for 13 years or something, or, or 11 time. years Did or he, something, uh, like since Yelp had started. Too many bad reviews, and they fired him. Yeah, they were like, get out of here. No. Um, <laughs> and so it was really big shoes to fill because he had been with Yelp since he was educating people about what Yelp even was well, that, from the very beginning. Well, when we had him on, that was what we had him do as an explanation yeah. of, hey, what is Yelp? How does it help people? So, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So yeah, I'm, I'm the new Jeffrey. Um, he, like, I think he had that title just cause he'd been. You're definitely better looking than him. <laughs> so it's way better looking. Okay. Jeffrey 2.0. That's not his fault. It's his parents' fault. <laughs> I won't tell him you said that. <laughs> I think we had a discussion about him and his brother. Well, yeah. he was oh, on, yeah. So he's he had his brother too. on too. His brother's a, is he a DJ? Mm. I think still. Yes. I don't know what he does. Well, he was on X96 for a very long time. Then he moved to okay. a different, then he moved to a different station. BYU radio. To some, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he made but still. He, he still does like actual like wedding DJ and stuff. Yeah. Like, he does, a, he does a lot of well, like, private DJ business. And he was big in theater too. He did a lot of Hale Center Theater. Oh, and, cool. I don't know, stuff. Pioneer <laughs> Theater Company or whatever the, what's the Desert Star? Desert yeah, Star. Yeah, it was Desert Star. Oh yeah, Star. Desert Star. Okay. He's big into the, or was. Good I, memory. It, I, I, we talked to Richard. You do have a lot. the dumbest <laughs> memories. That's true. That's I don't true. remember people's names or birthdays, but I can remember stuff like that. However, can, yeah. we do, we do want to know when were you born? What was oh, your yeah. birthday? What was my, is, am I allowed to say that or is that personal? I mean, I mean you don't have to say the year, what, what month but they want to know the month and the date, okay. essentially. Oh, okay. May 29th. 
So August baby. So in, what were your parents doing around August so basically, 29th? Or this time this of year? This time of year that many years ago. She's a Labor Day baby, dude. Oh, yeah. Labor Day baby. Oh, yeah. So yep. your parents go I'll, at the I'll ask Barry them. Do you want me to concert? call them up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll call we them could. and be like, Your parents hey, were like, oh, well, hey, it's a three-day weekend. So where, where, hey, where, we can get you, busy. What where else were you are we going to do? So I was born in California. I'm okay. not originally from Utah. So they were like, what, like, like Aussie what Fest, Bear Mountain, or like Lollapalooza, or whatever goes on in California? I so I'm from Gilroy, which is a very small town, but it's also the garlic capital of the world. So maybe, maybe they garlic were festival man. was. Man? Maybe they were Burning Man. I mean, is that out, is Gilroy where Burning Man is? No, no. Burning Man is Burning Man for every. Yeah, it's person. like in the, Burning Man's in it's the middle like of the damn. Yeah, desert, but it's in right? California. It's in the middle of nowhere. I thought it was in Nevada. I don't like, even know what that Nevada? is. I think it is. I but, think it is in. But Nevada. middle of like nowhere, so it doesn't really matter where you're from. You would travel to. But that's yeah. like, but that's like Northern California, Burning right? Man. That's that's like Napa Valley area, or is it further north? Gilroy? Yeah. Okay, now you're quizzing me, and I should have looked this up before. Because Gilroy's close to, like, San Jose and San Francisco, right? So maybe we're on the total wrong end of the spectrum. Maybe they were at a wine tasting. Yeah, they were at a wine tasting. (laughs) They were much more elegant about it. I mean, that's what I'm Or it was a heat wave, and they had air conditioning. Benoit's, after all. They are Benoit's, so yes, it was a wine tasting. We were at a wine tasting, yes, in France. (laughs) Just kidding. It was not Burning Man. Oh, man. They would not associate with such filth. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they had electric cars before. I've always wanted to go to Burning Man just to see what it's like. It's Fuck very no. Really? I've seen pictures and I have no desire. Oh my gosh, it looks so interesting to me. No, no way. Burning it, Man. Well, it reminds me go. of the Woodstock documentary that just came out. Did you watch that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that train Netflix. wreck. Yeah, yeah. Woodstock '99. I haven't watched so the documentary, good. but oh my gosh, you have I remember to. it. I remember. I, mean, I wasn't there, but I remember when it happened, and I was like, "What the hell are they doing?" Yeah. That was the year I graduated from college. Oh my gosh. Crazy. Anyway. What year was that? 99. 99. That's when I was born. Aww. I already had a kid. And baby. (laughs) See, you don't have to say when you were born because people don't need to know your full birthday. Okay. No, just just that that around this time, you were conceived. X amount of years ago, your parents were up to something. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And now every Labor Day, that's what you're going to think about. Yep, totally. Thanks so much. Your parents put into making you. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so do you have siblings? I have a sister. Yes. One's older, younger. She's younger. Younger sister. Everybody thinks we're twins, but so you were the first Labor of love. Yes, I was. Actually, of the whole family too. Oh, you were like the first grandkid, wow. the first niece of both sides of the family. That's big so, shoes to fill. It was very intimidating. And so, how do they all feel so. that you work for Yelp? Um, they love it. Are your grandparents like, yeah. what's that? Yeah. <laughs> I actually did meet someone recently who didn't know what Yelp, Yelp was. was. I yeah. don't know that my mom would know what Yelp yeah. is. Yeah. But my true. mom's old. <laughs> she knows what Facebook is, so where's that? Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, she's deleted the internet a couple of times. She has. Yeah. Deleted the internet? Yes. Yeah. The whole For internet. everyone? For everyone. Wow. The whole thing. That's gone. how she, that's how she talks about it. So. Wow. It's gone. <laughs> it was literally just the icon off her desk. Such, <laughs> such power that she had in her computer. It's a lot more difficult for her to do that now that I put her on her Chromebook. <laughs> she still manages to fuck that <laughs> thing up on occasion. She does. Too. So born in California. Yes. Uh, go to school in California, high school no, California, no. or did you? Move? I moved to Vermont. So oh. we moved to Vermont when I was around eight. So very much so wine tasting kind of people. I'd say that yeah. was like a culture shock, but going from like Northern California to Vermont's really not. Probably not. Different. Yeah. It's just colder there. No, I mean, it was, it was, I feel like, I hope this is okay to say, but it was kind of a culture shock coming from Vermont here. Okay. Oh yeah. For Anywhere. sure. Anyway. Uh, unless here. it's Idaho. Yeah. yeah. 
What's that? Yeah, unless, unless it's, it's like Idaho. Idaho. unless it's like Idaho. a similar vibe. Yeah. <clears throat> so a lot of a so, lot of cheese and maple syrup. A lot of cheese, a lot of maple syrup. Bernie, Ben and Jerry's. Oh yeah, Teddy Ben and Bear Jerry's Factory. is Vermont. I don't care about Teddy Bear Factory. Mm-hmm. Cabot cheese. I had fish food last night. Oh my the, gosh, so good. The cheese fish, and the, the maple syrup though. That's real, man. What, everyone talks about Wisconsin cheese, but it's Vermont, man. It's they Vermont make cheese. Really good. Cheese. I mean, I'm biased, but yeah. So it's what? Really so how long were you in Vermont? So I claim, like, I was born. In California, but I claim that I like grew up in Vermont. Okay. So I went to I went to college out there, and then when I graduated, I actually moved to Austin, Texas, for a few years. And so, then, what did you go to school for? Um, community and international development. Huh. So I guess community is in my title. That, so. And that's where you went to schools in Texas, in Vermont. And oh, in Vermont, yep. what school okay. did you go to? Yep. University of Vermont. University of Vermont. Yep. So how did you feel about being the six in the Vermont, New Hampshire, sixty nine that they have going on? <laughs> How did I feel about it? Well, Vermont's better. <laughs> I mean, the only thing New Hampshire's good for is like free taxes on. I was gonna say like duty free alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, this is what I remember because I looked at moving into like that area for for work at one point in my life, and I was out there for like a week. In New Hampshire. Uh, yeah, Vermont, New Hampshire, oh, wow. Connecticut, Boston, that area. Okay. And, uh, Boston. Boston. And all I can remember is everyone from every state in that area went to New Hampshire to buy everything. Yeah. Any big ticket item because they don't have sales tax. Yeah. Furniture. So yeah, furniture, cars. cars, they all went to New Hampshire to buy it. Yeah. I know. Alcohol is I, what we I, I, I may take flack for this, but the Boston accent is probably the ugliest accent in America. Oh, I love the Boston accent. <laughs> no, dude. Have you been to Louisiana? <laughs> I at can, least you can fucking understand the guys in Boston. That, well, sort of. <laughs> when you get down into like the deep south and you get like that Creole mix that's not. Yeah, the so, Creole mix. That's not like cool, an accent, though. but it's almost, a, it is a that's second like a, language. Yeah, it's, it's I would take Creole over the Boston accent. Does Utah have an accent? Oh, yes. God, yes. What, like, what is it? You don't say I don't know. You know, you know how I wanted to you call you Benoy? <laughs> no, no, actually. Kitten. I mean, that's always. I think we talked about. I think we talked about this in another podcast because I just recently found some siblings and one of them's from uh, sort of, well, she's from here, but she's, she lives in California now. And I think she offended our sister that lives up in Roy. She's from Idaho and she lives at Roy, Layton, I don't, I don't know, know, Ogden area, <laughs> somewhere more North. Um, and she's like, yeah, she has a, a more Utah accent. And she was like, well, how so? So then later on in the night, they were like grilling each other on it. And, and I was just, I just kind of stepped aside. I don't know how I didn't get a Utah accent. However, Utah accents are the most, one of the most neutral. Unless you go to Southern Utah. I well, that's why we have Northern Utah. call centers are big here because you got the language, but the, the accent is also uh, relatively neutral. Yeah. yeah, you can't really place it. We're just kind of lazy. We just leave off letters and words and that are difficult. run words together. But sometimes lot. if I talk to people in middle Southern Utah, they'll actually ask me where I am. And I say I'm in Salt Lake and they're like, "You're? were you born in Utah? And I say, yeah. And they don't believe me. Is everyone, are you all from Utah? No. Oh, no. no. Okay. I'm the only... Well, Julia. Julia is from Utah. Julia is from <laughs> born and raised. We're the, we're the only, he, yeah, Idaho. Uh, I was born in Idaho, but I grew up in Iowa. And then oh, he okay. was born in Texas, but grew up in Wyoming. Oh, okay. A little bit of both. Cool. Spent a good chunk of time in Texas too. Cool. All right. So and then you make your way to Austin. I make my way to Austin. Why, why Austin? What took you to Austin? Um, I had some friends who lived there. I was on a cross country road trip after what, I graduated. What was your degree in again? Community and international development. Oh, that's why she went to Austin. 
She had, she had like a hippie liberal yeah. degree. Well, it's actually funny because the slogan of Vermont is keep Vermont weird. And then the slogan of Austin is keep, keep Austin, Austin weird. weird. Isn't that and, like Seattle too? And Portland. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I should have moved to Portland. No, yeah, I'm just Austin, kidding. I it, love Utah. It is like the Pacific Northwest of Texas. Boston. Austin, I only yeah. know yeah. about the the Austin one because we watched the soccer game and I was like, "Hey, keep Austin weird." But Austin what the heck? Is, that's the lo- yeah. that's the slogan of other places. Austin yeah. is the but most it. liberal part of Texas. Austin yeah. weird is probably weirder than most other weird. It's isn't the, changing a isn't lot. Isn't the capital beautiful though? It is. I love that it capital. Is. I love it. I love Austin. It was growing a lot though, and it was it was time to it's leave. Even um, bigger. So how, how long were you there? I was only there for a couple years. Um, and then Utah? And then Utah. Why? Yeah. Why? And then I had some friends who lived so, out here. Oh, so you just can't. And I had actually never been to Salt Lake. I just up and moved one day. Friends from where? Like from college? From, from... from they were like family friends. And oh, okay. I was um, looking at Colorado and it was just like kind of too similar to Vermont. And I knew a lot of people who lived there. And I was like, I'm kind of looking for a change of pace. And Utah was right there, and I'd always wanted to visit, and so I just kind of moved. Colorado's like yeah. Vermont. It's like whatever. Yeah. They just really? kind of moved here. Look, yeah. she, it's you, all of the places she's talked about living are, are fairly liberal similar. spots. Yeah, but and they're very liberal. I don't outdoorsy think of Colorado spots. being like Vermont or Northern oh, California. Yeah. A lot of people from Vermont, when like Vermont feels very small to people, it's a very small state, like New Hampshire, small. and so a lot of people either go to Boston or New York City because they're major cities close by or Colorado <laughs> or Colorado it's like those it's are the because my daughter lives in Denver and I've never once thought wow this is a lot like California yeah it's not so much like California that is funny though how New York and all and then Colorado yeah. is and then like all the way across yeah but Denver but Denver is a fairly liberal outdoorsy yeah. oh, sort fairly of place. liberal yeah, yeah. Outdoor, I mean, there's outdoorsy skiing. sort of place. Skiing yeah. is huge in Vermont. I actually don't ski, but skiing's huge in Vermont. Yeah, ice and... skiing is huge in Vermont. Yeah, exactly. They ski on the ice. <laughs> exactly. They don't really ski on snow up in the Northeast. <laughs> Sometimes we get good snow there. Sometimes. So what is your family? Is your family back east? Are yeah, they... they're back east. Yeah. Are you the only one out here then? And then my sister lives in Arizona. So wait, were you just like, I'm bored with Austin. I'm going to go couch surf with some friends in Utah and figure it out. No, I got a place here. Okay. Um, but yeah, my friends were like, I think you'd like it here. Um, I was asking them all about it because I, I just seen like pictures of the arches and the desert and, and Salt Lake and the mountains. I was and gonna I said, and we, it looks did so anyone pretty. tell you the arches and the desert are four hours away from where you were moving? <laughs> well, that's not that far. It's no. really not. But so, I, I mean, that's what I love about Utah. So yeah. Did, so did you do apple picking in Vermont? Cause isn't that yeah, what everybody of does? Oh my gosh. Yes. You put like, on a flannel. And you go apple picking and get apple cider donuts. Cause that's like, that's like yeah. why you go to Vermont. Yeah. That's and you like, like sit on the back of a truck and take that's pictures. That's not why you go to Vermont. That's <laughs> all you ever Vermont hear about. Vermont to see like the tree And drink and syrup. The foliage. Yep. To see the foliage. Yep. yep. The foliage. The foliage. foliage. Stick a tap in a tree and let foilage. it drip in your mouth. <laughs> foliage. If you're French like me. <laughs> foliage. <laughs> the foliage. That's how the Ben I think foliage. That's how the Ben was. I think that's saying. already yes. a, I think it's already a French word that we're trying to make more French somehow. Foliage. You can Probably. really French it up. Foliage. French that shit up. Oh, oh man. That's an accent. All right. So. So, okay. So did you, did you have a job lined up when you moved out here? Or you just had a place and some money and some time to figure it out? Uh, 
yeah, I, I did have a job lined up. It was a outdoor like conservation job. I've worked in like the nonprofit space right. and I was already working for environmental conservation in Sensing a theme in here Austin. of like hippiness. Yeah, hippiness. thank you. Um, thank you. Your parents, you like, kind of don't look hippie though. You do. You she look has like a sunflower like tattoo. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know that that's hippie though. Like you look like a California girl. I could see. You oh, wow. California. Thank you. I don't know. I don't know Were what's parents, a compliment. Parents like big outdoorsy. Did you? No, no, I actually, this is so sad. It's so funny <laughs> when you live somewhere for a long period of time. I feel like, um, you kind of take it for granted. And so mm-hmm. I had never hiked really in Vermont or any or done any of like the seen the sites or just done anything picking. just the apple picking because you have to yep. um and <laughs> the cheese eating of course um but yeah when i moved away from vermont that's when i started to like miss the mountains and i was like i've always been surrounded by them i took it for granted there are no mountains in texas there's no mountains in texas i found out well, very let's quickly be honest, the mountains in vermont aren't mountains like they are here <laughs> they're not mountains like they are here they're still mountains they're mountainous more mountainous than texas than texas it's funny I, I, texas has hills i Hill watched a, I watched a video of a guy that's making a uh, uh, 3D printed topographical map uh-huh. of the United States, and he's doing it state by state, um, and he's doing, I don't know, colors and something else. But, but he compared Utah and, was it Vermont? It might have been Vermont. It was one of the states up in the Northeast with the Appalachians, uh-huh. and he was comparing the elevation levels uh-huh. and like just where Utah sits and like the top. Like where it even just starts. The top yeah, of the Yeah, where Utah peaks, starts is where the highest peak the of Vermont yeah, is. Pretty which much. Is, which is Because the Utah Valley is like 4,000, just over 4,000. Yeah. yeah, exactly. At yeah. the bottom of the valley. It's very, yeah. it's when we very go to Alaska, it was cool because you'd look up and you'd be like, oh, those are yes. huge. And then you would realize we have mountains yes. almost that big. We're just already in them. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So it's, it's really, yeah, it was interesting to see that comparison though of like topographically, like Vermont, while it's got peaks, mm-hmm. like it's still sea just, level-ish. They just get to the base level of where Utah yeah. civilization is. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. That's it's crazy. wild. So, so, so you move and that's where you kind of get interested in being outside. And yeah. Being... Well, actually it was when I lived in Austin cause I didn't have it. <clears throat> I wanted oh. what I didn't have. You're like, Oh my God, it's just flat. I was like, There's... what do people do? Cotton and oil fields out here, yeah. not much else. So I have family yeah. in Texas, and we go to Texas a couple times a year. I get so lost. Because like, yes, there is yes. no, there's no landmarks. Yeah. No grid either. Here, yeah. you know exactly. Well, yeah, and then the streets are all out. But it's like totally. But here, it's like all you do is here. walk outside and you look at a mountain range. It's like, you, oh, that's east. You know okay, exactly that's west. Where, but in Texas, it's like little mountains to the west, big mountains nothing. to the east. Yep. You can see like forever this yeah, flatness. It's crazy. It's crazy. And the other weird thing about Texas too that I found weird living there. Um, was that there's not really any seasons. I mean, there is, but not in the way that Vermont has seasons or Utah, Utah has seasons. That's very distinct. Because when really, it snows, like, messed with time. When it snows me. in Texas, get off the roads because yeah. those fuckers oh my gosh. crash everywhere. We had a snow day when I was in Texas and it didn't even, I think it, it snowed, snowed like, like a, a half an inch. inch. Like yeah. Powder. Yeah, it was like powdered and they were like, shut the I, city down. I remember People were like a, taking water off the shelves. As a kid, we... <laughs> You're like, um, you know that snow is water, well, right? To be fair, it snowed last year and killed their electrical grid that's, for like that's two true. weeks. That's true. That's true. Because Texans are it. morons, but that's another story. They just... That have, did happen. They have I, nothing I do, at I, all to, to deal with that. No. I, well, I remember, you know, even as a younger kid, we would go back to Texas to visit family and we'd do it in the wintertime. And, you know, there would be a little bit of snow in any of those areas, like Texas, New Mexico, and, like, everyone's just slit off the road. No yeah. one can drive in it. No, mm-hmm. you have to do is fucking slow down. <laughs> it's really not that hard. They well, panic. It's a little more, I mean, 
it's a little more complicated if the snow is bad, but for a dusting, yeah, you yeah. just got to slow down. Well, yeah. yeah, this these weren't bad storms, and there was just everyone would slide off, and the only two cars left on the road are us and another car with Wyoming plates, and we were like, <laughs> and, and for us, it's like, <laughs> this is nothing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> after the first snow. The first snow, though, it's always bad here, Yeah, the too. first snow in Utah, oh, people snow, are always yeah. like, <gasps> that's true. We get Everybody snow? panics. Yeah. No, they don't panic. They just forget that you have to they slow forget. down. Yeah. So they're like, okay, we can still drive 85 on the highway. Oops. <laughs> I've actually never gotten snow tires since I've lived here. I, I don't needed them every some, year in yeah. Vermont. I, get all, I just have here, all season. Yeah. And yeah. I have all wheel The only reason you need yeah. snow tires if you live in Utah is if you are up in like the, yeah. up in like Summit County, there's a lot of snow up there. I would say if you like lived up in the avenue where you're like your streets are super mm, light totally. yeah or or if you're up in the canyons because yeah. the canyons yeah, you, you oftentimes canyons. need totally that traction because yeah. they and don't not, get, yeah you don't want to have to they put don't chains get plowed on. quickly and stuff yeah. like that but down in the valley like not only do we plow but we use salt yeah so which is not something that's actually not super common for for places to salt roads but we just have such an abundance we have a lot of salt here for some reason <laughs> in salt lake city uh, we have abundance of salt but we have so we have a we have a lot of salt but most places like if you go up into montana yeah. they don't salt in wyoming they don't salt it's dirt, dirt. And they so yeah, it's true. just ice pack. It's too. ice pack with dirt on top yeah. of it for a lot of the water. Lot of it just sand. So okay, yeah. so you get here. You have a job. Mm-hmm. You have a place to live. Mm-hmm. How do you get into Yelp? Yeah, so I and just started. I Yelp? just started in January, so I'm still pretty new. So I have a little bit of imposter so how, syndrome. So how long have you been in Salt Lake now? At this I've point? been in Salt Lake. I just celebrated six years. Oh, so you've in been here August. So I've been here for a minute. Yeah, all through COVID, you got to yep. experience. Oh, that the, was fun. Yeah, COVID. And how yeah. how did you come about joining Yelp? Um, so I have worked in like the nonprofit space for my whole career, basically, and I did like a lot of like nonprofit fundraising or event coordination or whatever and was looking for another job and saw the Yelp position posted. Um, and then obviously later found out that like Jeffrey had been the only one in the position. Um, but it just like, I really align with Yelp as a company and I love Yelp and I love supporting small businesses and, um, it just felt like a really good fit. So had you been a Yelper before that? I had, I mean, I used the app all the time. Um, but I hadn't really written that many reviews, which is so funny to me now because I use the reviews like religiously. Um, and I, I never thought like people would want to hear my opinion about things, even though I do that all the time. And now I'm obviously always. I just things, always forget unless, yeah. and unless an experience is like super spectacular. I tend to forget to leave reviews like that. Cause I'm not, it's like we were just in New York and I'm not a, I'm not a, take a ton of pictures sort of person. Mm-hmm. I'm a be in the moment, the moment, get a couple of pictures, but really just kind of like exist Live and in be the in the moment. moment. And it's hard to remember, like even at a restaurant to like stop and like take a picture of your food before you eat it. So, and by the time I'm like halfway done, I'm like, Oh shit, I should have taken a picture I, of that. I do the Google reviews from time to time. It actually started out as a joke. <clears throat> we were at Julie and I in Brighton at a restaurant a few years ago. And Julie is like, Oh, we should do a Google review. So she took a picture of the top of Jonathan's head and did it as a review for like a taco plate or something like that. That was the Luau place or in Hawaii. No, it was and then, oh, that. we did Salsalito. Yeah, There's a picture of Jonathan being cross-eyed, and we something labeled like it that. as the chicken so quesadilla on funny. the menu. So I just after that I kind of started doing reviews, but then I got a little more serious about it. So I do. I've done not a. We left a picture of a toilet at Gina's wedding reception. That's right. Um, <laughs> but my 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 biggest review is like 1.4 million views. Oh, and it, it's. The electric Brag. lawnmowers at um, 
Lowe's. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Random. I I don't. I don't even care about people looking at them for some reason. I just want to talk sometimes, but I don't leave a lot of reviews. It's too much effort. <laughs> so I've done a fair amount, but through I have Google. a lot. Technically, but, I'm a local guide, is what it's called through oh, Google. If, I have so many reviews. If you wow. have they read your water reviews? bottles and crayons and crap, but it's, most of the most of the reviews sounds, are actual genuine. It sounds reviews. like your reviews are the shitty reviews you read us. <laughs> like, no, most of them are actual reviews. If there's like a staff member who I notice is like being super helpful, I'll usually like mention them in a review. That kind of thing. Yeah, I'm the kind of person that like. I, I will take any survey that you send me or you call me. I will answer any poll question. But writing a review, like I, like I said, to, to write a review, I either have to be requested to do it or it has to be a really spectacular experience. For I like me it when things it. prompt me to ask questions. Are there bathrooms here? Is there public restrooms? Mm-hmm. I'll just sit there and answer those and be like, Oh, yeah, I've like, been doing this, do this for like for 10 days. minutes. <laughs> Yelp does that. Now. Yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. I th- I think it's really fun. I think it's like a creative outlet, kind of. Like, sometimes I'll get really, like, storytelling in my reviews, and <laughs> I don't know. I love it. So. so, so you have, like, I don't, I don't know how Jeffrey was with the community, mm-hmm. but like you said, he was the only one here for the longest time. Yeah. And he had clearly built a lot of relationships with these yeah. businesses around, around the valley. Like, how do you jump into a position and fill those kind of shoes and start to build similar relationships uh, with businesses in the community? Yeah, that's a great question. It was it was hard because, I mean, I've said this a million times. He was here for however many years, 11 years, um, and a lot of people knew him and knew who he was and associated him with Yelp. And so um, he had built a lot of those relationships for me, luckily, um, but then I just like started like where I could was and there, I just had Was there these... like a handoff where he was handing stuff off to you or he was he just gone and the position vacated? Yeah, he has like a handoff. Like it, I've met him. He's wonderful. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know because some, sometimes like companies are like, okay, well, we'll hire his replacement when he's like got a week left. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of tough sometimes. So. <laughs> oh, that's your review. That's my, it's a, I mean, it's a, a great picture. Photo. My lawnmower it's review. It's a great picture. <laughs> Um, I forget where my train of thought was going. No, you're, we were talking about off. you've taken over for him. And, oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Off. So I kind of just like came in and was like, what are things like, I am really active in the community. Like, what are things that I enjoy doing? And I started just reaching out and posing these like, they're not crazy now that I'm talking about them now, but like I, my first, one of my first events. So we actually were shut down from like in-person events until April of this year because of COVID. So like we weren't doing anything in person. So it's only been the last four or five months April. that you've been able to yeah. do anything. Yeah. Um, and the energy, like we can talk more about that later. I love our in-person events. They're so much fun. Um, but I like reached out to this um, butter, this creamery called Mountain Born Creamery. I don't know if you've heard of them before, but the owner is amazing. And I was like, I've always wanted to learn how to make butter. Would you be interested in doing like a butter making workshop with Yelp? And so that was like my, one of my first events. Um, I was like, I love going to yoga. You know, I'll reach out to a local yoga studio and see if they would be interested. And so that's kind of how I started. It was like very slow, small events, small because of COVID, but also because I was new and was, is that still why you were at like... the, the cocktail collective? No, I just like saw or, that. Or event. That was just, no, oh, okay. that was just cause Slide I love teaching stuff. a crystal class on Sunday with Lotus. I was going to so... talk to you about that. <laughs> yeah, so that's how... I, we talked about it before, but that's how we met is... Yeah. Julia was doing one of her Cocktail Collective 
uh, collaborations. Mixology and moon magic. Uh, it was and, so fun. And Who's its bell jars? We all just happened to be at the same table. Yeah, I think we came in really hot. Me and my friend, <clears throat> we just like came in and started talking to you about something. I think it was probably our... dad more than anything because I was running around setting okay, up. Yeah. But yeah, I know eventually oh, when yeah, I actually got to sit to down. Me. Yeah, dad was just sitting at the reject table. <laughs> Off in the corner. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I, didn't I was a reject Because okay. it was a paid event. No, I'm and I didn't kidding. pay because I was just So he kind of gets like the, the most awkward seat, I guess. But it's That's fine because I get free drinks. So yeah. I'm not complaining. Yeah. yeah. It, that was so much fun. That was so fun. So yeah, yeah I just love doing stuff like that. So um, I was like, what are things that I would want to do? And then I started reaching out and kind of posing ideas to businesses. And now that I've been in the position for a while, I've made all these connections and you'll like meet like at my yoga event that I did, we had a juice partner come and then he was connected to other business. Like you're just like always meeting people as you go. And that's the coolest thing about this job. Well, and especially here in Utah, we've talked about it a lot with, uh, cause we have a lot of local businesses on mm-hmm. the show. Uh, and, and one of the things that is clearly common amongst all of them is there is a real sense of community oh, here yeah. that doesn't necessarily exist in other places oh, yeah. uh, in the in the small business arena. Well, like, and collaboration because mm-hmm. it's like you've got the breweries and the distilleries yeah. and most of them work together and help yep. each other and they're not fighting each other. And there's certainly exceptions to there that. There are exceptions but, to that. But, but same with totally. like like the mixology uh, we had Lexi on the show and then her and Julia kind of talked and then now they've been collaborating ever since. Yeah. You get a lot of that with the small businesses. Totally. I see it everywhere. Wanting to help each other yeah. and, and work with each other. And yeah. Like time and place. The yeah. oh, plant shop is doing, um, I haven't even actually like worked with them on an event, but I just saw that they're hosting an event with like a brewery or something mm-hmm. like, and Probably. I just love is that. It Fisher? Cause Fisher's just down the street. I can't remember. I saw place. it on their Instagram Melinda's like earlier. How we got our Irish listener. That's true. Yes. Yeah, so Melinda. And then we also did Josh the Herbalist when he was, uh, putting oh, yeah, his, when he had his, he had his space in there. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, cool. so we yeah. kind of the same thing. We, in the last yeah, that's, six and a half years, similar. we interview one person and a lot of times they'll say, Hey, you should, you should talk to this yeah. person or you should get a hold of this person. And so it just kind of, yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, it is a very, very helpful community. I mean, when yeah. we were talking about, What's her name from the cocktail collective? The people, Alexi, Alexi, Alexi. because we were talking to her about it and she was actually talking about all the help she was able to find through like the Utah Small Business Association and the, the, I don't remember what it was called, like the women, Utah Women in Business or something like that. Was that Alexi or someone else? I know, I I know she talked about that too. There's, I think we've had others mention it, but she's specifically because she had the interview with the, Women of business or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And that opened up all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff for her. But yeah. but yeah, just examples of how the local community yeah. really tries to support each other and help each other and Yeah. And it I I hear this phrase all the time, but it's like it is kinda like small lake city. Like a lot of people here know a lot of people. And even though it's growing a lot since I've moved here at least, like the community is so supportive. Well that's why it's funny another. when we were sitting next to each other and we kinda start talking yeah. and you're like I'm with Yelp, and I'm like, well, yeah, but isn't Stedman's? And yeah. you're like, how do you know him? I'm like, oh, we've interviewed him yeah. on the podcast. You're like, you have a podcast? And so the next thing yeah, you know, exactly. I'm like, well, because I remember exactly. sitting down, and you were just like, your dad has a podcast? I was like, yeah, I'm in it, too. <laughs> you were like, me, too. But yeah, so, so same thing. We go to these small events. Totally. You meet all kinds of people, and it's yep. crazy how intertwined it's so crazy. much of it is. But it's yeah. amazing. It is. It is. It's been so much fun. So, so what are you doing as the community manager, I guess? Uh, for Yelp here in Salt Lake now. I mean, obviously you're doing some events and stuff mm-hmm. like that with businesses, but 
What are some of the other things that you, you do as a community manager? Um, I run the Yelp Utah page at Yelp Utah. I'll do a plug for it. Um, Heck along yeah. with thanks for all the shout outs, yes. by the way, for my grand opening. Of course. I've seen some of your reviews on there. Yeah. Your top 25 food. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a month or so ago. Yeah. We did a top, uh, 25 most photographed businesses oh, that's in what Utah. It was. That's and then was. it was, I can't remember how many. So I, I share it with, we have a, we have someone who is me in Utah County. So we have a Utah County rep as well. And so we is it share also it. Benoit? No, it's not. It's not, unfortunately. <laughs> not as cool. <laughs> so who does Northern Utah? Like me. So I, my region, is, well, my region is like Ogden, Park City, Salt Lake City. Like it's kind of, but the majority of um, businesses that we work with are in the Salt Lake Is there area. a separate community manager for the like St. George and Southern Utah? Area? No, we don't have anyone there right now. That's, just that's weird. That's too many that's old like a people. Big area, but though. we have one in Vegas, and I don't, how close is Vegas to? It's can, like two and a half hours, maybe. Yeah. So I don't know if they fall into there. I I, if I would lived in Vegas and I was running Yelp, I wouldn't do St. George. <laughs> not a completely different. There's, there's so a lot of fun stuff happening in Vegas. There's like our so Yelp community in manager in like Vegas has the coolest the best job. time all the time. Oh my gosh! Seriously, she's like, oh, I'm doing a pool party, and I'm like. We don't even have pools in Utah that <laughs> I can do a pool, pool party. Yeah. <laughs> we have nasty rec centers. <laughs> Apparently, all of my siblings have pools. Yeah, there's a sweet pool down there. They have in a Linden. ton of pools. Yeah, there's a great pool there's park in There's not enough rooftop pools. There's actually not enough rooftop spaces, I feel like, yes. in Utah. Well, but that's changing. But it's also because there's not a lot. roofs because of snow. There's not yeah. a lot of buildings that have big, tall buildings with open roofs. Yeah. There's only a handful of those downtown. Down St. George, I've got a couple of homes with... Rooftops. With rooftop pools? Okay, maybe I should move Rooftop there. pools or just pools? Rooftop. Wow. That's so awesome. So my, my parade house from this oh, last okay. spring, that both of the houses had rooftop pools. That's awesome. That sit over and look out at the and golf course. And have a view? At the oh, golf course. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they have balls flying at their face while they're in the pool? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're saying? My doctor says I shouldn't do anything where balls fly at my face. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> What's that from? <sighs> So anyway, Clueless. It's <laughs> a great movie. It's, it's from Clueless, movie. where they're playing tennis. Anyway, yeah. anyway. Oh, I thought you were saying I was Clueless. I was no, 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 no. The movie, <laughs> the movie Clueless. The movie Clueless. She got her. She got her. her she got nose a nose job for her sixteenth yeah. I think she's too young um, to know Clueless. Probably. So I... her friend gets a nose job for her birthday, and so they're out playing tennis, and they're at school. At school, and the teacher's like, "It's your turn." She's like, "My doctor said I can't." I can't do anything where, blo- where balls fly at my, my face. Oh, my And gosh. all of her friends laugh. And anyway. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Double That's entendre. Funny. I do it's need to watch that it's movie. It's such a good movie. It's funny. Yeah. Anyway. It. It's a little incesty. It's a lot incesty. It's a lot incesty. Because <laughs> it's her stepbrother. Well, anyway. it's her stepbrother. She's not technically related. Yeah, so it's, it's only not, a little It's incest. not quite oh, like, like Jamie and, and Cersei Lannister. No. Oh, Incesty, yes. but close. <laughs> <laughs> or we started watching the new, uh, the new one and they like want the brother, the, the sister who's like 15 to marry her two year old brother. The new one, what? The, the, the House of Dragons. House of Dragons. Oh. They want her to marry her two year old brother. Oh my gosh. Hey, and it uh, wasn't the problem. Was, they don't say, but that's her brother. He's like, well, he's just two. It wasn't, oh, that's her brother. Oh, we're also related. But that's <laughs> how they kept the bloodline pure. Well, and that's why. That's why the kings, the, the Middle true. Ages were just a little really whacked up. out because they were all their yeah, own cousins, the, brothers. Yeah, the royalty really did a lot of inbreeding. They, yes. they weren't very smart about it back Yikes. then. They were keeping their bloodlines pure, just like those folks down in Alabama. They're trying to keep that, that bloodline pure. 
and in the Appalachians. Like Appalachia. Kentucky, Tennessee. It's a lot of, Keep a lot that of Smith bloodline pure. Oh gosh. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> anyway. Back to Salt um... Lake. Yeah. So, so yeah, so you, you managed like most of Northern Utah then. Yeah. The best um, part. Yeah. Uh, so, out, you know, outside of the events and stuff, what are the other things that you're doing? Um, I mean, I, it is a lot of events that I'm doing and, and educating business owners, building the community here in Utah, too. We have what we call the Yelp Elite Squad, which is who I'm planning um, events for most of the time, but then just like the people in the area as well, how like you, the Yelp community. How do you become part of Yelp Elite? Do you just have to make a bunch of reviews? Yeah, you can nominate yourself by visiting yelp.com forward slash elite. Um, but yeah, you just are active on the platform, love supporting local businesses. Um, and it's this really, really freaking cool community that obviously I'm biased because I am the community manager of this community, but it's just people that you would have never met had it not been for Yelp. Like it's, that's their connection is like supporting local and it's all different walks of life. And it's so interesting and so much fun and just such an, an so amazing group of people. When you do these events, are they like a, a ticket sales event? Are they a free event? They're are free. They, uh, they're just, a, yeah, they're free. Yeah. You just have to sell your cell Yelp as an elite <laughs> member. <laughs> so if do Yelp elites, do, you don't have uh, to go to the events. Do do Yelp elites? Do they have to leave good reviews, or can they just be like <laughs> no solid all negative jerk reviews? I mean, a reviews a review. They do kind of like, uh, not censor it, but they kind of they have like an algorithm that goes through to look for things that might seem like they Delicious. were bribed to make a review. Like you'll get a free thing if you leave a review or enter leave a review to to do like a drug. So they kind of like send like look through. I don't know how they do what it, but kicking? the ones that seem like they were bribed or paid or given something in exchange for the review, they show up in like a hidden section. They want to find the ones that seem the most genuine, like they did it all on their own. Yeah, but I'm, oh, I'm do just you want my job? Yeah. <laughs> no, you just explained that. Um, but yeah, you're talking about our recommended review software. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is like, okay, is this a real person Filter, or is this that's someone the word who's I needed. like so trolling this Can you business? buy high-ranking Yelp review people? It's like on buy the their account? Can you buy them? <laughs> well, yeah, like like back when the Minecraft yes. was really big, and you could buy like a black market Minecraft let, account. Let, so, like, gosh. let me tell let me tell you the answer to that question. Yes, people in the Philippines will write whatever the fuck you oh want them to write. So, like that way, you can become an elite person. Oh like yeah, just... I don't know that that would work because no, they're gonna. I don't think that. I would think work. to become a Yelp elite person, they're gonna read the reviews, and I promise you, the English that you get out of that is not. Did you just say go English? Up. I did say English. Oh, gosh. My English very good. <laughs> Restaurant so, don't do yummy. that. So basically, don't do that. there's no shortcut, is what you're saying. No, you cannot no buy shortcut. into the elite. No, no. no. So <laughs> I, 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 uh, I can't remember how Jeffrey answered this, but I am always curious because you know we talk to a lot of business owners mm-hmm. and their thoughts on Yelp, especially restaurateurs, more than anything, are mixed at best. Totally. Um, and and there's one of the reasons is, especially if you're new. A bad review when you have 20 reviews will take oh, yeah. your score and, and screw your business. And people tend to want to write the bad review before they write the good people review. People are assholes. Well, and, and, you know, like take me, for example. We were just in New York City for a week. And while I watched a bunch of crap on YouTube, like each day, like, okay, where should we go today? I want this kind of food. Like, what's the best place to eat? Another place I looked is Yelp. Like, 
how many reviews does some place have and are they good or not? And like, you could see like four and a half stars and 20 reviews. And I'm like, well, that doesn't really tell me anything. Mm-hmm. But when you're at like five stars and you've got a thousand plus reviews, that, that says a lot. Cause I tend to think most people are like me and don't write reviews for every place that they go. All I have to say is thank you to the people on Yelp who post the menus. Photo oh, of did the you menu. see that tweet? Thank God. No. There was a tweet that went viral. Like, I literally, that's like, how I find menus for restaurants. Yes. I literally go to Yelp and I look for someone who posted a photo. Like the most Those are the elite one. people. They just post pictures there of the menus. There was literally just a tweet really? and it was like, good morning only to the people who post menu pictures yes. on Yelp. And I was like, yes. That is, that is, that is one what of I do. If I'm like out traveling, I'm like, I so want to see. Yeah. Really have it. That's the secret to becoming elite. Yes. You, everyone <laughs> likes your menus. Menu pictures. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter what. Menus and then like the Nothing parking spaces or like that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Or if it's like a weird entrance. Yeah. The weird entrance. Yes. So a picture or, of the entrance yes. and the menu. Yep. Do that 20 or 30 times and you can yes. be elite. Pretty, Pretty much. Neat. <laughs> I think it's just enough people interacting with your stuff. Probably. So what, what do you say to business? Because the, the, the reason I say that is there's a lot of businesses that say, yeah, Yelp sucks because, you know, a couple bad reviews will really just tank my rating and there's nothing I can do about the really bad reviews. Totally. So what do you say to those businesses? Yeah, I mean, it's hard and I totally sympathize with them because, I mean, in such a different way, we create um, like re- re- a review page for the events that I host just so I can get feedback mm-hmm. and the business can get feedback. When I get a negative review, I'm like, Oh, yikes. Like, you know, that totally messed with my score for this event, but I also want to be better and want to host better events or, you know, you're always going to have negative people out there. Of course, unfortunately, to just tell them don't serve crappy food and you'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Basically that's it. But like, what do you do with like people who, like the the review really doesn't have anything to do with it because I know one time for our business I think this might have been a Google review but like somebody who wasn't our insured reviewed our agency well we don't work for you we work for the person that you like got in an accident yeah with. so of mm-hmm. course like we're gonna be more their advocate than your advocate of like that's just like that, this, but, well, but the review is on that, there that looks really crappy. Like these guys sucked. They didn't help me. Well, in that situation, you would flag, you could flag that review. You have the option to flag a review and it, it, you know, Yelp HQ will look into it and be like, was this an actual experience at this? You know, it's, it is hard because it's like, we don't want to interfere with somebody's actual experience right. at a business. Right. But if it's like that has nothing to do with right. your business at all, then that review well, doesn't really belong on you your get page. Trolls. You get trolls that of just course. are jerks. So, What's the one piece of advice you would give someone that gets a bad review? To like a business who gets yeah, a bad review? Yeah. I mean, I think my biggest piece of advice to business owners is to respond to every single review if you can. I think sometimes people get stuck in just responding to the negative reviews. And I think responding to the positive reviews is really beneficial as well. Cause it's like you're building this community and then you'll get like repeat customers. I mean, even me, like I wrote a review for Slackwater recently. I don't know if y'all have been to the new Slackwater. Have you been to the new one? Which one? In Salt Lake. They opened up a Salt Lake location. I don't go to Salt Lake very often. Where, Where are you from? You're sitting in his house. Oh, this is your house. (laughs) This is still part of Salt Lake. Well, Uh, Salt Lake County. Salt Lake City is where you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, No, I work. So you're probably closer to the the Sandy one. I work, I work by the one in Sandy. Yeah. 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 Well, I wrote a review for them and it was a five star review because I love them. 
and their business manager like mess like set, posted a comment to it and i was like oh my gosh that was so shout out to michael at slack so, so that made my day that's interesting that you say that because my my uh thought is don't reply to the comments like especially the bad ones just don't reply i feel like business oh, no. owners have a tendency especially with negative comments but it's to, so easy to get sass you should get, probably so I easy haven't, i haven't been in that position where i've had a review that i was actually able to respond to it's mostly been like etsy crap uh but i know i would be very passive aggressive well, and that's, like a that's lot the of problem are. i and think that's, that the, that's another bad review. i know if it's, it's if not, they respond it's so easy to get worked up over someone it's so, else being i mean worked up i get it because well, your business you know? your business is it's your, your baby. baby yeah and if, if you if somebody is like i don't like your business and you've worked so hard to create yeah. your business I had someone start this whole fight on my instagram the other day because i made a product called adhd as fuck and they were like you shouldn't use that as an adjective that's inconsiderate to people with mental illnesses. I'm like, I have ADHD and I think it's funny and my friends with ADHD love this. So leave me alone, you know? And it was so hard to not just like go yell at him for it. Like, leave me alone, you know? As, as a consumer of things like that, as a non-business owner, as all the rest of you kind of are, if I see a bad review and I choose to read it and then I see that the owner was shitty passive yeah. aggressive oh or, I, won't yeah. go, I won't go to that business. then i'll be like yeah uh i, I kind of put nice, more stock but oh yeah. i was so tempted well totally. i did i did show it to a couple of friends who they went and got passive aggressive on the same thing but, but, even but then, it wasn't me at least yeah. like if i see that kind of like bickery thing i i'm just i'm kind of I'm turned off, off by yeah, it yeah i get that. totally totally so like i don't mind if I think that I think our for our really bad review, like they got all got together and like did like a one paragraph thing that said, no, we're sorry you feel that way. You, you know, we feel like we serviced our insured. Well, you know, something something along those lines where basically you could infer as the person, oh, they're not they they are not the agency's client. Yeah. Yeah. Um, totally. But without it being like that because if i get that i'm just like oh i, I people that are like i don't know that i want to do business with people yeah like that. so yeah i i think some of what chris is asking is you encourage them to respond but do you help them like figure out like well she said res- don't respond that way but she said respond to everything which i think is a whole different ball game because that could just be like thank you I, or a smiley face well, and, I, or, and i do think that if you respond to everything you're less likely to be a dick when you respond true. to the negative mm-hmm. comments so that's that is a pretty good maybe piece you of get buoyed up by the ones and then that one doesn't feel so yeah like targeted well so i okay i have a couple things to say so i need to like organize my thoughts in my head <laughs> whenever i like i could get 20 five star reviews on an event or just in general, like feedback. I could have a million people tell me I'm doing a great job at my role or whatever. And then one person tells me that I'm not doing a good job or that the event sucked or something like that. And I hold on to that. And I think, so I don't know. I, I think like, that's a human reaction. I think that's a though. human reaction. And so I can understand where there's those frustrations, especially when it's like everybody else likes it. And I think reviewers on the other side, like want to be heard. Um, and some want to be heard very much louder than others, obviously. But I think that's where it comes into play, like responding to everything. Yeah, I think, you know, if you're responding to everything, then you're like revalidating, like, okay, I do have a lot of good reviews, or I do have all these positive reviews. And it's not just the negative ones that are getting this attention. Um, and I kind of lost my train of thought there. But 
I forget where I was going with that. Sorry. Well, I think it makes sense. I mean, I, I think back to some of my own experiences. So VRBO, I almost always review mm-hmm. any place that I stay on VRBO. Totally. Um, cause I think it's really important. I think pictures are really helpful. Yeah. Because the pictures they post in the. Can you post pictures on VRBO? On the reviews. Oh, you can? I think so. Not on Airbnb though, can you? I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't oh, use Airbnb. We, we really use oh. VRBO the most. But, okay. But I hate that they call themselves Verbo now, by the yeah. way. So stupid. I think I've always said Verbo. Oh, I it's like weird VRBO. To me. I don't know. We why. always yeah. say VRBO. I always said VRBO. But, <laughs> but anyway, but I like to leave reviews there. And a lot of times you do get that kind of interaction with the owners, both mm-hmm. before and after. And I think that's super nice and super helpful. And you can, you can definitely see when someone leaves a good review and there's a comment on it from the owner, how much interaction there is and how good of a place that's going to be to stay, yeah. you know, in the long term, most likely. Yeah, so for sure. I, I, I think there's, there's some, there's some wisdom there in responding to everything or trying to respond to everything. Sometimes it's a bit much. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Well, it probably depends totally. on what the business is and are you getting one or two reviews a week? Or are you mm-hmm. getting 30 a day? Mm-hmm. Totally. Then you have to hire somebody. I don't know that there's that many someone. businesses. Have the day you day. deserve. <laughs> If I had to guess, it'd be like the haunted houses. Yeah, one that they they probably get absolutely slammed. Oh yeah, for that period oh of time yeah, that's open. so true. The haunted houses here are so fascinating to me. It's that is such it's a, a fascinating thing. world. It's a Utah thing. It, it's a Utah thing. Yeah. I I mean, nowhere else that I've lived has had a culture like that, mm-hmm. and that they are able to not be open for the rest of the year and then still exist. Well, I bet so some of them still are though too. Yeah, like you've they? got Nightmare on Thirteen. Can you rent them out? I need to like find this. Oh, well, I'll do, do some digging. Like Have Friday you guys ever the... interviewed anybody from? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Tons, Asylum Forty Nine. Okay. And my my cousins actually were part by, of the haunted house. By the way, me. if you want to go to the best haunted house in Utah, Asylum Forty Nine. Asylum Forty Nine in Tooele. Like scary things. It is worth the drive. It is in an old it's hospital. Hospital. It was what? an old. It is. And it was. It was used. It was. It was an old state hospital. I haven't ever actually gone through. I've only gone through it in daylight. So so. I would not be able to go through it in the daylight. It's it was scary in the daylight. It's pretty fucking creepy, and it's 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 great because they're able to use the bits of the hospital to well, make it entertaining. That's you walk crazy. In and it's got that. It's got the legit old people hospital stink to it. Oh like, my god! They like captured like the that fifties and sixties. Well, and it's interesting. Like you know, we talked. There's still some of the old hospital equipment. We've talked really? to those folks a couple times. Like when they first bought it, there was. Medical records still in still it. Still in the like basement. A lot and stuff, of them. Yeah. And like, yeah. Cause it was a state facility. And when they first did it, the state sold half, just half the building. So half of it was still the, the, ha- the other half was hospice. What? So oh, you have- I thought you were going to say half was the haunted house and half. Yeah. It was. Oh, what? oh yeah. Cause the other half was still a working hospice oh care. So half of it was a legit haunted house and the other half. You- I bet it's really haunted. It is. You could get, sure. you yeah. could get to the end of, they call it the green mile. You get to the end of the hall. It's a great big long hall. Uh, and it was locked to the other side, but the door had enough of a crack that you could look through the crack and you could see the working side of the hospital. What? Yeah. And it was only. Oh my gosh. It was like four, four years, years ago. ago. Well, what? And, and the year that they, they bought the, the rest year that it. they bought the rest of it, um, they actually they, shut down. They had the fire marshal yeah. made them move to the new half because the old half wasn't fire coded. But it anymore. was almost just as creepy because it was like this. So they hadn't, they didn't like even really 80s-y have a chance. looking place. Oh, they didn't 80s. have a chance to do a ton to it. So they, they basically used a lot of the rooms as is. And so like actual, like they but, actually would, ki- so you can pay to be kidnapped and they would actually put you on a bed, like tie you to a bed. No, thank you. But, but, Literally yeah, no. So, so when they bought both sides of the hospital, 
like they handed them the key and walked away. All of the equipment, equipment, everything, everything. So now it's that good luck. That part of the building is all a community center for Tula that they've created. Oh, okay. That's one of the things that a lot of the haunted houses do is like, so they've created that space half the, you know, a good chunk of the year. It's a community center, a part of that space. Um, Castle of Chaos, uh, out on like State Street and 74th or something like that. I don't know. Um, they do escape rooms throughout the year. Uh, So they have escape rooms that they run. People get married in them. I'm they sure also, people do. They also open on the Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and they, they do stuff throughout the year yeah. as so, things come Sometimes up. they do. It's tough because they have to staff the haunted house, which is really difficult to get all the actors. Mm-hmm. On the, the other crazy thing about Asylum 49, you hear about it, people joke at it. It was legit built on an Indian burial ground. Was it really? For real. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, they've got... It's, they were telling us like some of the records, like as they were reading through some of the really old records. I mean, these are from like the fifties and sixties and it's like, you could see the progression of like, Oh, Hey, you know, we did this operation and the patient came back in like three days later with, you know, fever and, uh, you know, inf- oh, inflammation around the in. wound and yeah. like they went in to operate and they left Paris forceps what? in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like. <sighs> It happened all the time. And because then, this was like pre like counting all the sponges days. When they How were, did people even survive? They didn't. And then <laughs> no, they most legit of, didn't. He's like, you could always tell they were gonna die. Like when they came in with these oh, conditions, they always ended so up. So when they were redoing the parking lot five, six years ago, that's when they started finding bones. <gasps> no. Oh my god. Because they were redigging the parking lot and so they had to call it because anytime you find bones. Yeah. So anyway, it turned out that it, for real, it was built over wow. an Indian burial Oh, my ground. gosh. So, yeah, that place is, it's, as far as haunted houses go. Wow. Okay. That's the one to go to. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we, we did a show from there, and we they took us through in the daylight hours. <laughs> it was still pretty creepy. And then afterwards, uh, because I'm such a baby. We've done a couple there. Uh, uh, like, actually like there? Like, yeah. you yeah. actually went so there. So, we, we, like we, we, were on the, we, we did were, our show we were on the exit. Nights. Oh. Where they have the, the year that they did it on the hospital side, they had their suites and stuff set up and they had like a big open area. And so we did it there. But what was his name? Dr. Something. Dr. Fear. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Fear. That sticker right there. He signed it right there. He found out that I am like, I get freaked out. And so the way that our table was is kind of the way that it is now, except for picture this part of this is the open room. So he would just randomly come up and I would just feel him behind me and I would just concentrate. So like, like, I don't see him. I don't see him. I don't see him. But he would like, 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 no, it was so creepy. And I mean, he's just a dude, right? He was super nice, but yeah, there were a couple, of, and I just was like, So for example, whoa, whoa. the labor and delivery room is still there oh with the all old one. of the With stuff. the old creepy labor oh and delivery room. the cribs, and then the- So they've like splattered like blood and crap on the But wall. it's the oh real thing. It's, they didn't, not, so I mean, it's like the one t- of the touching places too? Yeah. Like yeah. they can touch you? Yeah. yeah. So, you, so can, you can, you can pay for touch, kidnap, or nothing. Jeez. Yeah. And then, and then, so like the props- it's real. Yeah. It's like the real hospital, beds. real equipment oh yeah. from like the fifties yeah. or whenever. Uh huh. Oh Some of it's gosh. like the eighties and stuff because of the hospice. So mm. that's crazy. That's a place to go. It's a great, and place. I think that's a place that I will be avoiding. I think um, they're, I think they, I think they're opening like this week. Oh yeah, probably. I think they might be or next weekend. I typically remember. the first or second week of September is when yeah. most of them open. So it's, yeah, 
it's probably open. Dang. Okay. Well. Yeah. So I it's will a not be going there. Real hospital. But I think I think some of like the haunted forests are really fun because yeah, I did a haunted forest. I still had the a haunted circus attack, is pretty cool. Have you been to the haunted circus? No. It's okay. I've been to one haunted forest and that was plenty. The haunted circus. Yeah, I'm not. I, I I I take my kids and I actually use them as guards. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're old now, so yeah, The concept no. with the haunted circus That's is kids pretty are cool because it's it's flatbed trailers. It's not flatbed trailers. Well, the, the 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 container boxes and they take them off the flatbeds, but so every year it gets bigger because that the, they work. You like on, go up and down stairs and in and out, and then they can put them in different. So every year it's different. It's using Gosh. shipping containers and okay. stuff. Okay, so it's pretty cool. Oh, you should do a cool couple community events with haunted houses. I mean, I that would be awesome. I'm sure people would, cool. would love that. People would love that. I would. Especially I would not attend in Utah. But I'm people pretty sure my shop is like. Right next to a haunted house. I don't well, remember which Farm, one. Well, Wheeler Farm does haunted stuff. But there's yeah. like a sign somewhere that's like haunted house. Yeah. There's also a lot of so I gotta like yeah. I gotta figure out how to network yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Go do something to Wheeler spooky. Farm and get pumpkins, and then come get spell jars, and then go do a haunted house. Yeah, all down the same street. Yeah, you'll, but plan Utah's, a, you'll plan a whole day for someone. Yeah. Utah's haunted house scene is it's cra- it's unlike anywhere, anywhere else I've ever they been. They go way it's all out. Crazy. It's yeah. very so, interesting. Outside of restaurants, because I think everyone knows, like, Yelp and restaurants, it's very synonymous. Like, that's a great food resource. I use it for, like, contractors. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, what, what are some of the other things that are, are good to use Yelp for? Yeah. What are some other things you guys have a lot of? Contractors. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, like, recent, like, last summer, actually, before I even worked for Yelp, I put out a request because I was looking for somebody to help mow my lawn. And, like, you can just put out a bunch of requests, like a service request, and it will contact a bunch of different businesses. And you can get texts or phone calls from them um, with their rates and information. And I did that this year with, like, my air conditioning. I've lived in Utah and haven't had air conditioning. And this was the summer to get it, this obviously. This um, And I did the same thing. I, like put a call out to service providers in the area and was able to like figure out which one worked best for me. So that's a really cool um, attribute that we have. Obviously we are very well known for like restaurants and stuff, but Yelp is so much more than that. Um, service that's providers. That's where I found the people that did our window today. Through Yelp. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Salons. I mean, what else? I'm like trying to think yeah, of other things. No, I, I've used, I've used it for salons. Yeah. So how does a business become part of it? Does somebody just review them or do they have to sign up for it? How does a business you, become on Yelp? Yeah. Like get on Yelp? Well, you can sign up for like a business account. It's easy. I feel like you, you make a login and then yeah. you hit, there's a little plus button. And you and can sometimes and then you fill in the plus button. You can claim your business <laughs> yeah. if reviews have been made yeah. for it. Like recently I noticed that a business like wasn't on Yelp that I had gone to. And so I created a page for them, put some photos up, put a review up, and then they can go claim, claim this it. page oh. for free. It does say that. Like if you yeah. go out to some, it'll say, would you like to claim this page? But as yeah. a community manager, did you go to that business afterwards and say, hey, I did this for you, but you should probably hop on. And I actually didn't for that one. Don't oh, tell man. anybody. So like if you really like something and you just claim it, like, oh, I love that place. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it no, works like that. You have, to, you have to provide some bona fides. <laughs> oh, garage but that's grill. a great reminder that I do need to Yes, I will claim garage grill. 
<laughs> I don't think that just start doesn't doesn't work that way. Okay, no, I don't I don't think no, you can. So there's no way so. to cheat getting a lead, and you can't claim other no. businesses. All right. So no. oh, I'm sure there's a way to cheat getting a lead, and we'll talk about that. <laughs> oh my <later>. gosh! <laughs> Only you two. We're <laughs> trying to know, find the workaround. I don't know. Why. Okay, so I've got one more question for you okay, uh, about nervous. about Yelp, and then we'll we'll start to wrap things up. Um, and it is. Have you seen the South Park episode? No, you asked Jeffrey that too in his episode, and I haven't. You have to find it and okay. watch it. It's I an entire it. episode about Yelp. Okay. It's probably it's, one of the only ones I, I only watch like really it is, special ones like it's that. So, so in the town of South Park, like they just, the show's so great, but they go through <laughs> a, a, this thing where they're gentrifying an area that's like the crappy it's where Kenny lives and his house ends up staying in that area but it's all like been gentrified into this new area called Soda Sopa <laughs> so think like Rose Park gets like super gentrified and becomes like the hip spot to be and like all the restaurants there and there's all these people that come in as Yelp reviewers <laughs> and they're Yelp elites oh my gosh. and Cartman's one of them and they come into the restaurants and the restaurants are all scared of them giving bad reviews oh so they're like God. they're like bringing out this stuff and he's like I'm a Yelp reviewer and they're like oh no here's a special table for you <laughs> oh my gosh that's funny i need to watch it's it it's so good it's I, so good there, did you see yelp was recently there's the guy i think his um handle is dude with a sign or whatever he's the guy who like holds the signs up everywhere have you guys heard of him before mm. no okay well he was he held up a sign it's a whole thing we used um, to have a like robot a that did it on the corner oh yeah here. yeah it's except a real person. Yeah. And what? it was like, who's leaving Yelp reviews or something? <laughs> like, who are the people leaving Yelp reviews or something? He just like stood out holding his side. It was so funny. We should have reviewed the Kern's pirate when he was not dead. Shit up before. The, the, I don't know that he died. I don't know. I he was, look, got him. let me tell you, that guy did not look like he was the healthiest of individuals. Who? <laughs> the and Kern's pirate. The Kern's pirate. So there he's on to this be, corner right here. This is not a joke. They're so, on the corner. I don't know if you know this, but you're like, in a, a bad part of town. You're in right gangland now. right now. Oh, wow. Well, the hood. Sort of. Sort of. Not quite the hood. So Almost li- the hood. Literally, so this is 6200 right so here. So this is West Jordan. That's West Valley. You just told everyone where you live. I've yeah, said, we've it said it multiple times. a million times. <laughs> but on, <laughs> other side of our, on the other you. side of our neighborhood on 5400 South, right there, 5400 South. If like you hear 40th, there was a shooting in Kearns, that's where That's happened. where it's at. Oh. The opposite. So this <laughs> okay. side's actually really nice. We've never had any issues here. Yeah. But on the other side of the so neighborhood is where street, all just... the gang <laughs> stuff happens. But anyway, on the corner of 56. The power of Christ compels them right here. Uh, 56th and 62nd, there used to be a guy that hung out on the corner all the time. Dressed like a pirate. Oh, wow. Dressed like a pirate, and he was always juggling. What? Like, was he, like, there for a shop or something? No. no. He just he was just he a just, guy. He just hung he just, out. He usually had a tips. gallon of oh, yeah. something by I'm pretty sure I'm it was pretty much pure. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it was I pee. like to pretend it was something. Pretty sure like, it was his pee bucket. I like to pretend it was apple juice, but I'm telling you, I was oh, probably wow. the dude's pee. Yeah. He did not nice. look like the healthiest guy, but he was the Kern's pirate. He was there for a and long time. he was there time. all the time. And like, when, did yeah. the community know him? Yeah, as, as the Kern's pirate. Yeah. Did people talk to him? No. Uh, no. Uh, no, you okay. don't talk to people like yeah. that. You that's don't like, talk to a man holding a gallon of Do you of talk to homeless people at Pioneer Park? I mean, that's like when you see the crazy homeless person and you try and avoid them without looking like you're avoiding because them. they're having three conversations and because no you don't want to draw attention to yourself and have them come to you but you also are afraid to walk too close in case yeah it was kind of like that and he was just just right on, there in the like corner. right by yeah, your house by the liquor store but, I mean, we're in the suburbs people don't walk here yeah. so it's yeah not, also this is the neighborhood where a woman stole a fire truck 
So there's a <laughs> there's a there used to be down on 62nd and Bangor there used to be a 711 there before they put in the overpass and the fire department they used to all the time. They just leave the truck running, run in, you know, the group would run in. Just wintertime. Get whatever it's and like, come back out. like, who steals a fire truck? Apparently yeah. some crazy well, they have a rule now that they have to lock it when they walk away from it. Um, but this lady- Because just, of this incident? Yes. The lady literally jumps in the fire truck, drives it up to this Walgreens, gets out. In the, goes into the Walgreens. She's like, hey, someone stole that fire truck. Goes and changes in their bathroom and then comes out like she's not going to get arrested after just... Wow. You should review that. Wow. <laughs> what, what was her end goal? Uh, Probably just to say she did it. Meth's no, a hell of a I, I think it... Yeah. So the problem <laughs> is, is Kern's High is right here and it's literally like the worst school in the state. This is not a good area, by the way. And so we wait until the end of interviews to tell our guests this though. I mean, we're going to have a nice send off, but like (laughs) legit here, like I, I go out running. I go out walking. I, I'll go out at four 30 in the morning for a walk and not feel any kind of fear. If I was on the other corner, I'd probably be defending it. It's fine. No one, but I've lived here my whole life. Yeah. So what would you tell someone that wants to be more involved with Yelp or like get invited to your events? What the, what should they do? Or become elite. Yeah. Uh, she's already about, told us about elite, Jeremy. You have to be cool and post menus. <laughs> post menus. So you can't post do it menus. because you're I'm not waiting cool. for the like secret. She's post not going to tell us on the air. <laughs> um, you what was your her question? Really nicely how can you be... and you buy her donut? No, my, my, how, She'll click how, the button. How do people get more involved how do they join your events that's yeah of so we actually um recently had i hosted two yelp community events just like for anybody with a yelp account so we do host those every once in a while um and we did one at block party 2700 which is in holiday and then we did another one it was so fun i might be a little biased because i'm a dog lover but it was at this um place in sugar house called pups and it's like a grooming and dog boarding place and we did like pet portraits and dog grooming stuff and it was really fun so there's always stuff like that popping up so if you're interested in like learning more about what the yelp community is all about that's a really great way to like dip your toe into it and be like is this something that i would want to do every month or a community that i would want to hang out with um every month because for the yelp elite squad we plan events like multiple times a month and it's really cool like you like you they come, I feel like, for the offer, like a complimentary meal or something like that. But then they stay for the community because we have just the coolest community. We really do. It's just the coolest group of people. So that's great. Yeah. Okay. So last question that we have for you, and we'll let you go. Okay. Uh, what is you? You've been in California, Vermont, Texas. You, you've <laughs> landed here. No, she skipped Colorado. I skipped Colorado. Oh, that's true. She found that but Utah. But she's been to Colorado. Utah was more interesting than Colorado, is yes. what she said. Those it were was. her words. Yeah, so what valid. is what is the most interesting or unique thing that you've discovered about Utah in all your Don't time? Don't see there? the mountains. <laughs> what is the most interesting thing I've discovered? Interesting. Everyone or says it, thing? and so it's not interesting or unique. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just kidding. To them, it is. You can say whatever you want. Oh my gosh, I would have to think about that. Um, I'm, I'm like thinking of all the interesting, like, <laughs> don't, don't stress me out. Um, like all the interesting places I've visited that are just unlike literally anywhere else. Like 
when I went to Bryce Canyon for the first time, which I know this is very basic of me to say, I like cried because I was like, this looks <laughs> like another been... planet. Really? My daughters all both went to school down there and have both been in. I don't, oh my gosh. I don't think crying over someplace that's that amazing and beautiful that's is not basic at all. It, but it was just like, now, I was like, I've never seen. if you like, had a pumpkin spice seen... latte in your hand when you fucking did it <laughs> that and you were wearing like a Patagonia backpack, I then I would call you basic. It was a special moment too because I drove there with my sister and it was her first time visiting. I just moved and so i was overcome with emotion but i was just like this literally looks like mars like this does not look like it ex- should exist here. yeah so that's amazing it's and crazy. it's crazy yeah and it's only here in Utah. yeah exactly so just stuff like that that you find all along the way like there's so i have a whole bucket list of things that i want to cross off in utah and there's just, i always add to it there's so many cool things here so should we let our guests pick our card yeah, well, sure. That? I don't think that Julia was quite ready, though. You kind of sprung it on That's her. right. That's so right. I'll just kind of talk for a second. There we go. I'm ready. Right. So we do our That's weekly. Fine. It's an oracle, it's an oracle card. card. But okay. it swears at you. I'm going to so be so disappointed okay. when these cards are all gone because we'll have they to They have go. a new one that just came out. So Ooh, we need to get it. I'll okay. just. This see this the other one. Do I read so, it? Yeah. So you'll read the side with the circle and then you'll read the other side. Wait, the side. So read that side and then the other side. Okay. Eat your fucking vegetables. And... Eat some shit made by Mother Nature. I feel like that tied in really See? well to like everything I talked about. You're a Yelp reviewer and you review food. That is and, funny, and you and guys were calling me a hippie. See, I didn't say there you, you were a hippie. I, I said you were crunchy. hippie adjacent. You, the Oracle. Actually, you never said that. You said I was a hippie. Oh, the Oracle. I feel like spoken. a hippie adjacent is. They call is me a hippie, too. hippie who looks like she's from California. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say you look with like a sunflower tattoo. I feel like you. Look I don't like feel a, like sunflowers are hippie though. You're indoctrinated into Utah at this point. <gasps> uh, you, you know she's hippie because she has all the rings on. You're not wearing a shirt, and I can Whoa. see your entire shoulders. Like she's she's wearing a. a is it a shirt or a jumpsuit? It's, it's, jump it's a jumpsuit jump or a yeah. tank top. But I'm just saying, I can see your whole shoulders. So uh-huh. you're definitely not in that part of Utah. Okay. Okay. So all of the girls in this, there's, there's no rings, t-shirt so underneath that. All of the girls in this room are showing their shoulders. <gasps> oh no. Some more than others. Oh no. Yeah. You, you I'm guys, showing them the most. You're all going to go to hell. You've been distracted the whole time. Right? <laughs> you, you freaking hussies. <laughs> <laughs> we got to stop looking like hoes. You, you, you damn, you damn women of the night with your shoulders. <laughs> got your shoulders. <laughs> well, go visit oh Yelp. Gosh. Uh, go check out their events. And have we ever been reviewed? We, Do you review podcasts on the Yelp? You have to be a physical location yeah. to drive to. We have to have an address. Yeah. we have an address? Yeah, you don't yeah. have it listed on Google don't worry. as a place people to visit. You wouldn't want people. You, I don't think you would want people <laughs> now, to know where you live. Now that I know how Julia leaves reviews, I'm leaving some fucking reviews for her store. Go for it. <laughs> don't leave them one star because I always do five star with the shitty photos. <laughs> so at least I'm doing something for them. Not just leaving a one star and a random piece of trash in a picture, picture or whatever. Picture of bathroom. Yeah. yeah. It's always a five Unless star with a random The bathroom photo. was something to talk about because sometimes you'll go into a bathroom. That's true. Either negatively or positively, and it's something to talk about. Just the true. alibi, alibi, the bar, their bathroom is awesome. They have an Instagram account for their bathroom. <laughs> Wait, That's what? Fantastic. It's called the alibi bar bathroom. I'm pretty sure. I feel like handle. I gotta see this. I now. feel like all of the Americas, so like Little America, Grand America, those are good bathrooms because they have those full are doors. really good bathrooms. Harmon's actually. bathrooms are really good bathrooms too. They have full doors yeah. and full rooms, and like. In the Grand America, isn't it like that wall, that like circular wall of like all the sinks and it's just really, it's like a powder room. Yeah. They have that in, they have that in Little America too. Yeah. Yeah. Like they have a sitting area and yeah. Yeah. The holiday gas station bathrooms are not that good. No. (laughs) Those are like on the opposite end of the spectrum, I think. 
And you could write it's all name. everyone's selfies that they took yeah. in the ba- in the bathroom they, with yeah. the wallpaper doing in the, the background. Business? No, yeah. they're all just making oh, okay. duck faces. There's a in dog the in there. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. What on earth? <laughs> Please don't follow that. Probably one of the the worst bathrooms I think ever was in. Wait, Beaver. I have to switch to my to the the gas podcast. station in Beaver, Utah. That was a horrible bathroom. Oh. That's why you stop in uh, Scipio. Yeah, no, or Fillmore. Mm-hmm. Well, I stopped to get some Beaver merchandise because you wanted something that said "I heart mm-hmm. Beaver." Yeah, because mm-hmm. I wanted something that said "I Beaver." But I submit your selfies in the DMs. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the Scipio bathrooms—they get cleaned regularly. Like they'll even close them, and they have a secondary bathroom it's, that you can go to. I don't think the one them. in Beaver. It's because the one in Scipio <laughs> is actually <laughs> partnered. <laughs> the one in Scipio is partnered with the state as a rest stop. That's why. Yeah, I actually love Beaver so much. Sorry, I know you guys are kind. of I'm trying to push me out now, but there's the Creamery, yes, and there is Crego's, which is the best calzones in the state of Utah. They take a long time to have them made, but they are waiting for it. Jeremy's family all stops in Beaver. We stop in Scipio. Have have you had a bender from the Italian village in Murray? No. Those are good calzones. That place sucks. I hate the Italian village. Like... Most of their food, I think, is just shitty. But oh, I just went there for the, the first time and got pizza. Get their okay. benders. Okay. So they call them benders. They're just calzones. Okay. And they're really good. Because they're bent pizza. Yeah, they're just folded over pizza. They're yeah. good. They're really good. So the pizza sucks, but the folded pizza's good? Yeah, I don't know. The calzones <laughs> are good. I don't know. I've never had their actual pizza. I'm talking about the rest of their food because they're one of those, like, we serve everything Italian, but the only good thing is the Spaghetti calzones. with ketchup. Yeah, it's not. Ketchup. It's like going. It's like <laughs> it's going like to Roberto's food. for for Italian food. It's not a good idea. I mean, like, I like their pizza. It has Roberto's on it. Or oh no, sorry, Italian Village. <laughs> yeah, if you want good New York style pizza, Big Apple Pizzeria up on Thirty Third and like Twenty okay. Seventh. Okay. Since you're from Northeast. I'm from yeah. I'm from the big city. The big city. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. I said the Northeast. <laughs> so big. If you want good Texas style barbecue, you should. That was out the whole luck. first part so, of our yeah. podcast was talking about New York. So, um, yeah, we were just there last week. So in the city. Yeah. Nice. For a Manhattan. Week. It was great. Cool. That's fun. Yeah. So uh, hopefully you guys like the show. Share it, please. That's what helps us more than anything. Uh, at TNU Podcast on all the social media thenewutah.com or hotdog-water.com will yeah, also get, get you there to too. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks to Folk Hogan. We don't say it enough for the intro and outro music for the show. And uh, hopefully you guys have a good week and uh, survive the rest of this heat wave. Like, I don't even understand it. It's so effing hot outside. <laughs>